Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth, and I got some creepy stuff for you today, boys and girls, so gather around, listen to Stephen LaBooth's stories. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm done being a creepy, creepy man. How is everybody? Just want to say thank you for your patience. Sorry this week snuck up on me. I've been doing a lot of uh, Halloween stuff with the kids and stuff. And went camping this weekend. And yeah, I kind of forgot. I didn't forget, but I didn't have anything ready and stuff. But I'm here. And I'm sorry. After this week, there won't be no more of that shit. It will be on Fridays, like I always say. But just want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you for the numbers. It's awesome. You guys are amazing. You know that? Just want to say thank you from around the world. And uh, yeah, man, I'm loving it. Like I keep saying, guys, if you have any stories out there, tell me. And I'll research them and talk to or talk about it. Or tell me your experience and we'll talk about it. It don't matter. But, yeah, man. So, hope you guys are having a great week. I am nice, cool, chilly weather. Next week, I want to try to maybe do something around the fire. Might try to do a podcast outside tomorrow, next week for Friday. So, I might try that. But just want to say sorry for the inconvenience. I know you guys are always uh, faithful and know when my shows come out. So, just want to say thank you and I'm sorry for the inconvenience, guys. But today I got a treat for you. I'm going to play what me and Lexi, our first little uh, Halloween, the first Halloween special we did, which was on the, uh, well, it was, yeah. Anyways. If it was, um, I believe this one is from the first year we was doing it. So it's like episode, episode 27 and it's from, and it's from, uh, 2020 in October. I believe it's our last, uh, one we did for October. So. It ought to be good. I love going down memory lane. I hope you guys enjoy it when I do this. I just want to say sorry for the inconvenience. But next week we will be back on schedule. And I'm going to cover scary some of the scariest or the, some of the most haunted places in America. I'm going to go over that next week. So, But until then, let's listen to what I got ready for you. You know the routine, routine guys. Poke that fire a little bit. Get it a little warm. Get you a nice blinky and cuddle up and get you some hot cocoa or hot coffee. And let's get strap in for Uncle, for Uncle, for Stephen LaBoo's Scary Stories, everybody. Ha <laughs> ha. Hope y'all enjoy this one. I will see you at the end of the show and wrap it up, guys. See you then. And welcome back, everybody. This is Ghost Story Stove from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. 
And I'm your host, Stephen Booth, welcoming you for some scary November stories. My babies and girlies and bullies, how is you doing? (laughs) We hope that you guys had a fantastic Halloween. Hope it was great. Hope you didn't get uh, too much extra weight on there. I know I sure did. I can feel it. (laughs) Yeah. But it was fun. That whole weekend was fun, man, because Saturday night we got the fog machine out and the the Christmas lights, the... Halloween lights, because I got them uh, spotlight things that you put on your house and the ghosts fly around. We had that going, the fog machine going, playing oh, some spooky music, time. carving pumpkins. and She'll put that on Facebook. I don't think she has put her pumpkins on there and all that. No, I'm going to put it all together. <laughs> we actually just did a, like, a thank you, everybody uh, Oh yes. video, and we're going to put that on Facebook, put about... Um, some stuff, so. Yes, we do want to say that for October, you guys rocked. You gave us 350 downloads, man. That's freaking awesome. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you so much. Y'all keep much. hitting them like buttons and uh, downloads <laughs> and keep subscribing and keep following, man. We're growing and we love it, guys. We're, we're shocked. We didn't think, you know. <laughs> I mean, our numbers have been getting better every month. Yeah, we get more. Little more. by little. And uh, but this went, we jumped from like what one averaging about one thirty to one fifty a month to three fifty. Yeah, that's crazy, we guys. Jumped, and we're so thankful. And thank you to everybody who keeps sending messages and liking our stuff and listening. You yay, guys are yay. awesome. Well, let's get started, and we can give you guys some exciting news after we get done. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go first, and I do want to start off saying that I don't really highlight my notes um, today that I have time. So if I'm all over the place, it's because my hi- my notes are not highlighted, and they have to be highlighted. Yeah, I don't know why so. she can't read. My niece is the same way when we do our podcast. Yeah, I did the same thing at school, so. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Write your so time down. I, I'm sorry. Here. I didn't know. I didn't see that in your hand. Excuse me, MacGyver. <laughs> don't ever talk to me. Anyway, so this is about the uh, kind of urban legend thingy of the Red Lady of Huntington College. Where is Huntington? In Alabama. Ooh. Um. So sup- supposedly there is a spirit of a little girl named Martha who committed suicide on campus. <laughs> um. She was in love with the color red. Her. She always wore it. She decorated her room in it. Her bed was like red. Her walls were red. Everything in her room was red. Wow. Just everything. Look and look what's in front of us. Oh, red. <laughs> yeah, our microphone stands, our mic, the uh, I look mic at the, covers, everything's red, 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 and I'm like, oh, God. I looked at the screen. And it's weird because my favorite color is red. Yeah. Mine's blue, but so. Uh, it goes red and then burn orange, but that's a different subject in a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Football talk with me, by the way. <laughs> look for it. It's on Spotify. Anyways, back to the story. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, so she didn't um, have a lot of friends. Everyone thought she was a freak. She was this freak who loved red. That's what everyone thought. Well, she finally made oh, friends. not to pause you, but this is no lie. In the 80s, I grew up here in Mineral Wells, you know. There was no lie, a woman in red. You know where um, the chicken is, that road right there? <coughs> well, you know, they got that Jesse's Cafe or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, like two or three houses down, there was a woman. She always wore red. 
And you know that clothing store that just closed in the mall right there by Bell's, that mm-hmm. big one, mm-hmm. like a couple years ago? Well, that used to be like a grocery store back in the day. But she always wore red, and she had a little buggy or something she pushed or pulled and would go down there grocery shopping and take her stuff back, always walk, and she always wore red. Oh, wow. But she was a little old lady, and she always wore red. Always. Maybe she is part of the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, that is kind of crazy. So going back to my story, um, she didn't have a lot of friends, and she finally made this one, but she ended up, the girl that she made friends with ended up moving away. So, what a cracker! She got very upset and just felt betrayed and angry and stuff after she left. Um, well, a couple, like I guess weeks or something later, people noticing that she wasn't coming around and that she didn't attend classes. So somebody went up to her room to check on her, and she was on her bed in a red robe and she was drenched in blood. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, basically, she had committed suicide. Wow. That sucks. But they see her ghost, um, and she, it's like a red light glow. Um, and it's like from the room on the day of her anniversary, but no one knows really when she died. That's true. So. That's um, I At first it said like 1910, then it said the 20th century, so I'm not really sure when. It did happen, but um, it was kind of like a place in an urban legend thing. So, I mean, if you do live in Alabama and you have been here, make sure to send us a holler and tell us if this is real or not, or if you've seen it. So, I do get some. Uh, we do have some kinfolk in Alabama. That's where the booths are from. Yeah, you. Alabama up in Sweet Home, Alabama. <laughs> All right, you ready, Daddy? Excuse me. I'm doing a lot of stuff. Give me one minute, please, guys. <sighs> one minute, please, guys. I sure am liking this cooler weather. Me too. All right, little ladies and little, little, little men and gentlemen. We're going to talk about the Chow the Chow Chow, the Chat Chatwa. 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 monster in Louisiana. In Louisiana, there is a legend of the uh, Chittawal man. The legend goes a circus train was coming through town and derailed in Chittawal. They saw there was a creature that was on the train that uh, survived half man, half beast. And the creature roamed, supposedly, he broke out, you know, when the train crashed. And he uh, broke out and he wanders in nearby woods. Okay. Waiting for his next victim, and he's been man, yeah, it's crazy. That whole woods is like that. Pictures of him, and I like pictures of him and stuff. It's kind of I don't know. It's kind of how they describe him and stuff. It kind of reminds you of a Bigfoot. Maybe. Kinda, you know what I mean? Maybe it's like their version of a Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, but that's pretty weird. I mean, I. See, uh, around here in Minor Wells, there's not too many urban legends like that about our woods. No, the only one that there is, it's about that Lions Park. Yeah. Where it's like a satanic cult meetup thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've heard that since I was a kid. But other than that, that's all we have. I wish we had something like this guy. I know. We have a famous hotel, though. Yeah. They say uh, he's like seven foot, kind of hairy, and of course he's, you know, kind of gray. 
All right. You know. It's a great man. I know, and see, that's what's weird if you sit there and listen to this story, and then you listen to the gray man story, and then you listen to all the other kind of Bigfoot stuff. It, 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 I know, it's kind of like diff- like in different... Like, it's the same thing with the Wendigo. How it was all the same, but different. <laughs> yeah, and like different um, parts of the United States, it's different. Even in Texas, I mean, different part. I mean, it's different. You know, the Bigfoot or Sasquatch, it's all kind of different, you know. Yeah. Like the boogie quick, the boggy quick. <laughs> what are you trying to say? The boggy, like the boggy creek monster. The or, boggy creek monster? Yeah, it's it's basically the Bigfoot. It roams around Oklahoma. But it's called the boggy creek. That's what, <laughs> I, I, can't to, say that's what creek. I have to look forward to in Oklahoma if I ever move there. Well, yeah. And then you probably, and then well, sometimes when you go to Oklahoma, certain parts you cross the, the that creek. Uh, I'm good. There's even a movie made about it. I remember watching it when I was a kid. There's a guy in the bathroom on a crapper and a freaking Bigfoot hand rawr, comes through the hand while he's on the uh, crapper. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> well, at first, you'd probably crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but like, I... Dude, man, I'd be running with my pants down just leaving a trail. Woo, you ain't getting me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I'll do one more. Oh, I can go. Because that one was kind of short. I got a short one. Let me go. Fine. Get on out of here. Okay. So I'm going to do another shorty. And it's kind of on the same thing about, like, um, places and urban legends. So this is the Golden North Hotel in Alaska. <coughs> north to Alaska. Go north to Russia's home. Um, They say that this place is haunted by two different entities. Um... One of them is Mary. She stayed in this hotel while on the way for the return of her fiancé, who was on a gold uh, prospecting edition. Expedition. To get these gold in them damn hills. But unfortunately, Mary caught pneumonia and died in her room. Aww. So, but then, um, with the guests, they have found... Um, Mary's apparition at night, at the end of the bed staring, watching them sleep. They have felt choking. They have felt, like, unable to breathe and, like, sounds, and they had, like, sensations. Wow, that's crazy. Um, the other one is found in the same room, and it manifests as, um, like, an orbit of light, like an orb. Yeah. But, like, it is a, it's... They said, like, an unexplained, so, like, they really don't know what it is, but, like... Yeah. So. And this is room 14 at the Grand North Hotel. Mm, so lovely. Room four. Let's go to room 14, everybody. Let's go see what's going on down there. What do you say, Mildred? <laughs> all right. Um, that's all on that one. I just... I have a few shorties, but I like them, so... Yeah. And that's what sucks. A lot of these times when we go in digging for these stories, some are just short. It's weird how some of them are just short. And that's all it is to the story. And then yeah. there's some of them that there's a lot to it. And, and you can get like four pages. Yeah, and there's some. It's just like, well, I seen him over there by that tree, and that's it. And I thought it used to be a dairy farm. Yeah. I'm going to go over the Beast of Bolden Burrow. The Beast of Bolden Burrow. The legend begins that Bolden County is in the town of Clark, uh, Clark <coughs> uh, oh. bleh, Clarkton. Sorry. On December 29, 1953, a local woman heard neighbors' dogs barking 
when she went to check it out, she was uh, she saw a cat-like creature run into the woods. That was the first sighting. Two days later, the creature was seen again. Slam, blowing light. Again, I seen that goddamn creature again. Oh, love. You see that some bitch over there? <laughs> he bit my kitty cat's head off. Oh, I'm sorry. That's kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the Halloween spirit. <laughs> okay, and then what did I? Where was that? Two days or anyways? Oh, yeah. Two days later, on New Year's Eve, the chief, the chief, the chief of police, Ray Force, was called to a farm off the uh, Woody, off of uh, Woody Storm. To, uh, oh, that's the guy's name. To the farm of Woody Storms. Okay, so he got caught out to the farm of Woody Storms, who is a man. Two of Storms' dogs were killed by something large and powerful. The dogs were drained of their blood. Oh, like their Wendigo days. Yeah. The chief was getting calls and reports of the creature all over the county. On January 1st, two more dogs' bodies were discovered. Their blood was drained. The chief called in for help. He called in some uh, professional hunters, and they could not find anything. Everything finally went back to normal, and the beast was not seen since. That's weird. Yeah, it's like he was just passing through. And he was like, I want to eat everything. Yeah. I want to eat y'all's dogs. You know what? And this is the year for the Jeepers Creepers to come up and eat. Wow. As if 2020 can't get any worse. Yeah. Remember that, guys. Oh, and a full moon's come. The harvest moon tonight. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. Yes, because it only comes every 20 years, the harvest moon, and that's what makes him. Oh, God. Hey. We're not and, staying out too late. And, and if we 20, do, we stay in the backyard. Because <laughs> I don't want him swooping down and getting us like they, you know, in the Again, movies. Well, and what's how 2020 is going? Anything is possible, right? They already oh, God. What would you do real. if he's out there trick or treating, walking the streets, and you heard, the, you heard something and, huh? And then you get taken. Yeah. Jeez. But that's weird. It just like started happening and killing the dogs. Then all of a sudden it just stopped. Wow. That's messed up. Why is it always yeah. animals? I know. Well, okay, guys. I'm going to do um, two real two, quick. Two, 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 two. So this is a story <laughs> about um, a man named Jan. <laughs> Robert. Say it again. Robert. 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 Schmail. Well, you a smell. Schmail. And this is in Colorado. Alright. So, this guy used to just, I guess, be a very bad guy. And he was tried and hung in Georgetown after he had gone in a um, killing spree. Well, that didn't mean you had to hang him. No. <laughs> the townspeople um... They were filled with so much rage and just angry and everything. So um, they let his body hang there for um, a couple days. Eh, that'd be kind of weird after a while. I mean, I'd be mad at somebody, but I don't know if I don't want to see a dead body all the time. Yeah. Well, now, supposedly, he haunts the town looking for revenge. Well, um, I'd be kind of hacked off, too. I mean, yeah, he did wrong, but you didn't have to let his body sit there. Yeah, and literally let, watch everybody. I watch mean, exactly, too. What are you going to do? I mean, what does that show visitors that... I better not screw up here. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and people say that he looks really thin and he flutters in the distance. Wow. So, 
Yeah, there's not really that much on that one, but I'm going to do another one. So. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. this one might be a short episode today, guys. It's like we said, when we start researching and stuff, we don't know how long these stories are sometimes. And well, sometimes like I we said, can I hit have some more good. than this. I have a lot more. Yeah, but we still got another episode to cut after this one, too, senor. Shush. Okay. Yeah. La Lula Lua. You're so, the ghost of La Lula Lua. Lua. Don't talk to me. All right. So uh, I'm going to do Lum's Pond in Delaware. Um, in the 1870s, I'm in Delaware. a young girl ran away from home and hid in the woods um, near Lum's Pond in New Castle County. Um, and that's where her body was found. Damn. And they found it. Um, murdered like she thought she died she was murdered but the killer was never apprehended and the girl has seen um has said to like cover the bridge in the pond like haunt the bridge in the pond you can hear shrieks and temperature drops and noises and cries and stuff well i mean if you think about it i really understand why she's yeah. doing that <laughs> so all right, Dad, it's your turn. Oh, it's all mine. It's all mine. Well, I'm going to be talking about the Brown Mountain Lights of North Carolina. All right. The Brown Mountain is a low ridge in Birkey County where, a nice, where on a nice crisp evening you can see glowing orbs. So kind of like the weather we've been having, basically. Yeah. The orbs have been seen for centuries <laughs> in multi-legends or stories about them. The Cherokee believe it's the souls of the women looking for the men who lost their lives in the great battle of the great battle that took place there. I guess there was two big Indian tribes that went to battle. Hmm. Maybe. Another um, another story is it's lights of a it's lights of a search party looking for a woman that went missing. No one really knows what the lights are. No one's really got it figured out, you know, because there's some theories, you know, they're like, oh, let's say the, it's the uh, they say some kind of gas or something, and they're like, well, that really can't be it because it's not a swamp or anything. So why would it be releasing gas? And, they just can't be explained, but I kind of like, I mean, like the one about the warriors, the old uh, Indian women looking, for the w women looking for their husband. Mm -hmm. That one makes sense. And the one, the uh, it's uh, the lights of the search party looking for um, a woman that went missing. Yeah. That makes sense, too. Yes, it does. I mean, it don't always have to be scientific. It ain't got to be, well, that's because the tree's releasing this and making this happen. Sometimes there's just it's sometimes, okay not to have an explanation. Yeah, sometimes there's just stuff out there you can't explain, guys. And, I mean, just just part of life. I mean, there's stuff out there we're never, never going to know the answer to at all. So, yeah, it is what it is. All right. Well, with that said, I'm going to move on to my story. This is going to be the Wardsall Hall. Say that three times fast. Wardsall Hall. Wardsall Hall. Wardsall Hall. I can't. <laughs> this is the Wardsall Hall. <laughs> Wardsall Hall in uh, the UK. I forgot to like write down like what specific city, but it's in the UK somewhere. Um, UK. UK. 
this is supposedly the 15th most haunted building in the northwest over there. And this place is over 750 years old. Jesus, tamales. Yeah. It has been featured on TV's most haunted um, TV show in huh. So I've probably seen it and not thought of, not even recognized, not, not even recognized. Yeah. It. Um, this place offers its own, like they have their own ghost cam and they do oh, ghost really? walks with the medium. That's awesome. Yeah, you know how cool it would be to go to UK and go do this stuff? Yes. Just think, maybe one day when we hit that Texas lotto, baby. Oh, I know. Oh, lordy. That's so, my dream. There's this one <laughs> um, place. It's called Star Chamber. It's the most active place there. There's voices of small children. There's cold spots. Uh, sh- you get shivers, cold drafts, um, large freezing hands. You can get, they touch on shoulders. Um, one time an oppressive appearance appeared suddenly in someone's room. And it was just making the guests and the visitor, like, emotionally uh, intimidated (coughs) and scared. And so scared. Um, And then a one of the ghosts are a former worker. Not a former worker, what am I saying? One of the ghosts is former lord of Ajajashel Hall. (laughs) And then one of them is a young woman. Um, a young woman named Cecily, Cecily, not Cecily, um, and the white lady, mm-hmm. lady no. in white. Another lady in white. I always see her. So, um, John Randolph. Um, this is how it began. Uh, John Randolph uh, inherited the hall from his family in 1536. Um. He is someone that grabs visitors and shoves them out of his way, and he makes himself known, and he's just, he's an ass, basically, towards everybody. He's mean. Yeah. Um, Celie's um, presence includes smelling roses. Um, they say that it represents her past. I guess one morning she got, or the morning of her wedding, she got Something happened, I guess the broom left her or something, and... You know, it always happens like that. I know. I mean, they, they... Either their husband dies, or he runs off and don't come marry him, or... It's something. I know. Always. So, after she, you know, after that happened, she threw herself from the main staircase hall, and she died. Wow. Yeah. Um, the white lady... She's also called Lady Margaret. Oh, Margaret. She's basically this heartbroken, crazy lady. So she threw herself from the balcony in 1599. So oh, my God. she's been haunting it for a while after the death of her brother. So her brother died, and she got really sad. She is seen as a woman in white or as a candle floating around. A candle? Yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I saw a candle floating. <laughs> yeah, that would... Uh... I would definitely be cashing out. I'd be like, I'm nope, sorry, I'm done. Yeah. See you later, guys. Can't handle this anymore. Um, I found this out. The original hall, like the, because it's called, you know, the something hall. The place was actually originally built in 1251. Jeez. So it's. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big time. 
Um, there are unexplained um, thumps and bangs, footsteps, doors open and close. You hear children and you see children. Um, guests have been pushed and shoved. Their whispers in the ear and they feel like get like blown in their face. Like, uh. Wow. So, and then apparently the attic is haunted by two servant men that died. So, like that's happening in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay, do you got any more, or do you want me to go again? No, I got one more, and then you can do one more. All right. This one's a little bitty one, too. This is the Devil's Tramp Tromping Grounds, I North I Carolina. I was going to say tramping ground. It was like that. Yeah, tramping. Um, in, the, uh, in this 40-foot diameter, nothing will go right. It... Uh, it all grow. It all grow. All the trees grow in a circle. If you uh, leave something in the circle, it would disappear overnight. Like if you set it there, leave it, and walk away, come back, it's gone. Yeah. And uh, some campers have stayed the night and in the circle, and they say, and they say they feel uneasy and really scared, like something is watching them, and they don't get any sleep. I'm good. Yeah, you just feel like you're in the circle sleeping. And they say it feels like there's people around that circle out front, you know, for out on the outside looking inside at you. And they just, they don't get any sleep. They feel uneasy. <laughs> you know, Mm-mm. there's been sightings and stuff. I mean, it's just weird because it's it's a area and it's just a circle. It's an open area. The trees are just growing in a circle right there. And that's the only open place. And it's a pretty kind of thick wooded area. Yeah. But it's just, just crazy. Yeah, that is. I don't know what I do. I'm yeah. <laughs> what? I'd be like, eh, I don't know if I can stay uh, tonight. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna do. This is an infirmary in the UK. I actually have the location, but I don't know how to say it. So we're just we're not gonna say it. We're not gonna say it. <laughs> um, this is the Cardriff, Card Cardriff, Royal Inform- Infirmary. Um, this place, this place, dates back to um, 1822. Mm, it's been so, there a while. Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that one. Sorry that one got cut short. I think there was still some more time left on that one, but I hope you all enjoyed it. Sorry I didn't uh, have anything prepared and ready for you, but I'm gonna bust my ass this week, and I'm gonna get two of these shows recorded, ready to go. And since uh, this is our fourth Halloween, I really want to cover something big. Something I've never covered before just for Halloween and do a special on it. Uh, Just because it's uh, October and I just want to do a special. So I'm going to kick around an idea of uh, something to go over. Something that's really, really scary. So, but... Thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for my numbers growing so much. Thank you for listening around the world. Like I said, Spain, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, uh, I know Germany. Jeez, um, uh, there's a lot of places. I need to write them down to make sure I thank everybody. But if you're listening to this and you're a faithful listener, just want to say thank you very much, guys, for listening Hope you have a great rest of the week, and I will see you next Saturday, guys. 
with some more creepy, creepy stuff. And I'm still working on the YouTube page to get more videos added. And I promise I would do that. I'm just having a hard time. I haven't really sat down and really focused on how to do my new the new uh, editing stuff I got. It's my new Microsoft program. But anyways, you guys are good. I love you guys. Y'all be good. Be scary. Keep telling your friends about me. Keep letting the uh, numbers grow like they are, guys. And come on, man. Help me hit. This is my goal. I want to hit 500 members. I mean, 500 uh, followers. And so, yeah. But it's Halloween. Y'all do some downloading. My numbers are always good during Halloween. I wonder why. <laughs> but, yeah. If y'all have any suggestions, y'all would like me to focus on something uh, for a special for Halloween. Like I said, email me all lowercase ghost stories told from the south at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook on ghost stories told from the south. And just message me there and tell me your story or tell me what you want me to look up real good and I will. But until then, guys, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Have a great one. And uh, bye.